Hey, it's Dan here. If you want to hear this episode of the Backchat Podcast without ads and get extra content that no one else gets, head to backchatstudios.com.au where you can sign up as a patron and access all of our bloody good merch. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at hellofresh.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Thank you very much for playing that for me this week, Dan. Uh, I appreciate it. It gets me in the mood. I like that song. Took a while to pick that song, didn't it? Do you know what it's called? Uh, uh, and vibe and groove it's called short groove very yeah very close i knew it'd be some sort of <laughs> free audio clip from the internet no we, it wasn't free it oh was we free. did pay for it didn't we we did quite a bit of money actually yeah. uh here we are dan cons will schofield back chat 2.0 how are you mate yeah really good i'm gonna start us off with playing this do you know why i'm playing you that what on earth <laughs> is that? Old Lang Sign. What, 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 Whatever why? it's called. It's episode 10. I feel, like, <laughs> I feel like it was worth playing a song for it. <laughs> it's a milestone. <laughs> that is a celebratory song because yep. we've reached episode 10. Yeah, that's right. Double digits. Wow. Oh, I'm glad we got that song out of the way because <laughs> <laughs> that was just off. Old, old Lord something or whatever it's called. Old, it's Old Lang Sign, isn't it? Yeah. yeah, Charlie's nodding. Yeah. Um, we potentially need to invest in another microphone so Charlie gets a mic, but so maybe a it's actually it's funnier if Charlie just in there can't speak. <laughs> you can hear him. Right, mind. okay, we started the podcast. Uh, yes, we've started a bit poorly and we're a bit all over the shop, but that's okay. That's what Backchat does. Uh, you had a good week, mate? Been, been a good week? Yeah, it's been good. I went to the dentist today. And West Coast won, so you're in a happy Coast mood. One. Yeah, I'm stoked. Happy mood. Mm, I'm a fan. Fremantle were poor. Fremantle yeah. were very poor. Thursday. We recorded Wednesday. They played Thursday. They were poor. Yeah. Um, so Fremantle fans will not be happy. They'll be disappointed. They will be happy about one thing though today. Mm-hmm. David Mundy. He's re-signed. Yeah. Is that in the press? Yeah. I had a lunch with him just then. Oh, what'd yeah. you eat? Well, he, he sort of presented it as if it hadn't been into the uh, press. He thought it was, it was it sounded like a bit of an exclusive. David Mundy, 350. Tw- no, I think they tweeted it today. Signing on. David Mundy goes on. Yeah. I talked about uh, Mundy 300. <laughs> Mundy 300. Mm-hmm. But now he wants to go Monday four hundred. Huge. So he's playing his three hundred and fiftieth game this week, David Mundy. Do you think he can get to four hundred games? That's three more seasons. Well, 
Technically, it's not actually. How many? How many more seasons is it? There's 22 games. How many games left in this this year? Oh uh, yeah. Are they going to play finals next year? Maybe. Maybe or the year. Yeah, after, right. Maybe. So you reckon he could do it you, in two? You could. You could technically get 25 out in a season. Yep. Okay. Um, so, so maybe. So and and there's games left this year. If he's on 398 at the end of the, the last season that he's oh. on, you think he goes on? He spoke about it not being a motivator for him. Yep. Getting to 400 games. It's, it's, it doesn't drive who he is as a footballer, which I agree. I don't think there'll be many players going around ge- going, geez, I need to get this, this milestone done. Need to get the 300, need to get the 350. It's a bit of a back burner thing. 200, though. You'd think most players would be. <laughs> I was wondering if you were going to be clued on enough to bring that up. I can't believe I didn't get to 200. No, I couldn't care less. Yeah. Could not care less. 200 games. 198? 194. 194. Could not, yeah. <laughs> couldn't care less, just ask me. Uh, <laughs> one, one nine, it doesn't actually mean anything. Do you know what you get for 200 games AFL? A plaque or something. Nothing. All right. You, you actually get um, the 200 club is combined pre-season games. Oh, so you're in that. Oh, yeah. That, I, I joined that in 2019. <laughs> I've yep. played like 40 pre-season games. Yeah, right. Okay. Yeah, so the 200 actually making it. Didn't mean much to me. Yeah. Okay. You know when they say that these clubs, right? 300 club, 200 yes. club. Do they ever hold functions? You know, maybe a lunch or something somewhere? Uh, no, nothing. You, I, I, the 200 club, you get two tickets to every game ever. Really? Uh, yeah. So know. is that where the back chat price comes from? <laughs> <laughs> no, it's not. But I could. That's actually two more I could get. It's a bit of a process. To any game in the yes. yeah. comp? Yeah, yeah. Any so week. let's say in a few weeks time I head out to yeah. Melbourne. Answers yes. Answers yes. I can get those tickets. Yeah, you got to you've got to jump on Monday morning. So if it's a you know Anzac Day clash or yeah, a yeah. derby, probably not going to get. But if I want to go watch North Melbourne, oh yeah, Port yeah, come see Scoey. Yeah, right. Yeah, but you got a bit of pre warning because mm. I got to get on Monday morning. Got to okay. get on the ticket system. I got to I got to be in there first, like a fan, like a pleb. Um, socials, you can get in touch with us on Instagram. Yeah, uh, some of you have been, but uh, you know. I'd enjoy a bit more interaction. I had a bit of interaction to, uh, last night, actually, with a fan. Really? In, fan, maybe in, not fan. In real life? Or yeah. Instagram? Can I read it out? It was actually quite interesting. Back, This is Backchat underscore podcast. On Twitter. Uh, that's Instagram. Backchat oh, it's, underscore yeah, Backchat podcast. underscore pod is Twitter. Yeah, yeah Backchat <laughs> underscore pod is Twitter. Reddit. Do you know that one? R slash Backchat podcast. And what about our email, Dan? Do you Hello know at backchatpodcast.com.au. That's right. Do you yeah. know the other exciting thing? Uh, Our website's almost finished. Oh, almost. Almost. Okay. Right. So, Sal Bryant. Um, this isn't social media. This is just a bit of back and forth with Scoey, and I enjoyed it. Mm. Um, hey, Will Schofield. I have no doubt you thought the whole thing um, was cheesy, and maybe it was. Now, this is in reference to me talking about the huddle. Oh, uh, yes. Right? Huddle up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the club that West Coast wants you to do as fans to huddle up, stand up with the players, and touch a stranger's shoulder. Yep. Um, was, which was eloquently um, described by another fan in this post as the moment where we all stand up at the start of the games and ask, what the f*** are we doing? Uh, yeah, so Sal said, um, I have no doubt you thought the whole thing was cheesy and maybe it was, but don't forget many of the club's 100,000 plus members who spend a lot of money to support this club actually enjoy that stuff and getting involved. Maybe it was even meant for the members in the stand rather than the players in the huddle. Anyway, my point being, you can pour shit on things mm. uh, the club did, which you didn't like or care about, but maybe it's those things which have made the club the biggest in the country. Yeah, all right. Well, I, I reckon you did a survey of 20 members, 
95% would say, no, nah, I don't like it. Look, I said as much back to sell. I said, I've been, I've seen in fan interaction and engagement at sporting clubs far greater and mightier than the, than the might of the West Coast Eagles. Oh, <laughs> you know, seriously. And join the huddle, in inverted commas, does not rank near, anywhere near the top of grand spectacles or enjoyment levels. My point was the club had this great new stadium and a chance to create something epic. Yep. Which it missed mm. because it was just awful what has been put together. Considering, as you said, the club is one of the biggest in Australia. I think the fans deserve better, Dan. Yeah. Sometimes it's best not to do something, you know. Well, someone asked me what would I do if I was in charge of fan engagement, right? Yep. If we could re- re- rewind back to 2018, what would I do for fans? I yep. thought I'd ask Dan, what would he do for fans? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to quote the great uh, Ronan Keating. Oh, When you say it best, when you say nothing at all. And I think that applies because sometimes it's best not to do anything and that's what's the best thing to do. Oh, that was a question come without to the game. notice. And <laughs> come to the game, enjoy the, the game. You don't need all the extra bits. So, okay, I, I, I would like to reference college football, right? Yeah. Their players come out and they're doing... They're doing. There's smoke going off in the stands. There's flares getting lit in Italy. Yep. But what? What do we? Do we not deserve something as fans? I no. enjoy. I've been to that many games, and there's. I've never thought. Oh, gee, I wish there was fireworks. Because you know what? The the twenty 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 cricket games. They do all that, and I just get annoyed by it. I get what annoyed by the dancers. I get annoyed by the flamethrower things. I just want good quality sport to watch, and that's what I get when I go to the footy. Right. Couldn't you just stay at home and watch it at home on TV? Nah, it's a different vibe. Right. I mean, I do. I you do often. I, I've been to a handful of games in the last two years. Okay. Um, one thing I did want to talk about, mm. and we touched on it briefly, was David Mundy. Yes. And, and it kind of got me thinking, um, I mean, he's played 350 games. He's, I don't know how old. How old is he? 36, 37? 32. No. <laughs> I'm 32. <laughs> I'm 32. Really? Yeah. Yeah, we're the same age. No, you're 35, 36? Yeah. Right. When, do, when yep. do players start getting transitioned out of footy clubs? There's been a lot of talk this week about yep. Josh Kennedy, Shannon Hearn. Uh, last week when they lost to the Kangaroos, time to go. Can't play anymore. They're, they're, you know, the game's gone past them. Yeah, right. A week forward, they've beaten Adelaide. Shannon Hearn was in the best, I noted. JK didn't play, hurt his calf, old man's injury. Yep. Shannon Hearn was in the best and was clearly one of the best players on the field. So... When do you start transitioning players out? Like, what what do you think? Like, when's the time to go? It's hard because you know this happened last season with Josh Kennedy, didn't he? There was something on the front page. It's time to go. They're they're calling oh. for him, and then I think he kicked five or six the next game. It ties nicely in a media watch. Yeah. So, um, when when is it time for a player to go? You, don't they often say when they when they stop? You know, enjoying it. It's up to the player. But you would think that playing at a footy club, they would have earned enough respect uh, and. For that long. Credits yep. to make their own decision. Yeah. That's the way I look at it. I think uh, if, they're not, if they're not any good anymore, then don't give them a contract. When did you stop enjoying training? Mm, great question. David Mundy said to me today, mm. I love going to training every morning. I literally get excited for it. Okay, so... My answer was, I have not been excited about training since 2007. <laughs> I, I hated training. Really? Okay. Hated it. So why I ask Dirk Nowitzki, I brought him up in the past, my favourite NBA player. Um, he played till he was quite old, played 21 seasons. And his thing that he always said towards the end of his career is when I, when I don't enjoy training anymore, then I know that that's my time, that I'm done. 
and because you can always get up for the game, but it's when when the the work leading up to it's not exciting anymore. That's when he thought, no, nah, that's probably me, my body telling me I'm done. I would have thought it was performance and like an injury. Like if if you if you physically can't do what you need to do, yeah, i.e. injuries or i.e. your body's that run down that you can't run to a level that is a standard of AFL footy or any sport. That would be rather than enjoyment levels. Yeah, like. Oh yeah, I, I'd love to be at AFL. I'd love to just keep playing. Yeah, I'd love to play. I was fifty. There, yep. there comes a point though where you can't perform how you need to perform. Where an ankle tweak takes nine weeks. But to in, in using those, yeah, in in using those three players, David Mundy uh, will go close to winning Freo's best and fairest this year. Yep, he will. Uh, Josh Kennedy has been one of West Coast's best forwards this year, um, regularly. And Shannon Hearn has been. You know what? He doesn't look any different to he looked ten years ago. He looks. He looks facially Solid. exactly the same. He's yeah. still bald. He's been bald, he's been bald since he was about 23 years old. Something about Sean Hearn that I will say, and this isn't a, a, a slight at him, he, I looked at footage of him, I think in his first game when he kicked that awesome goal, he looked like a 35-year-old man when he was young and, he's, and he hasn't aged today. Mate, he picked me up for my first day of training. Right? I didn't yeah. know anything about West Coast. Hey, Shannon Hearn's going to pick you up. Great. Don't know who Shannon Hearn is. Could be it could be the lady that washes Ju- the, the jerseys. <laughs> Jumped in the car, and this man picks me up. Like, <laughs> must has to be a young player. I've never heard of him. I've, yeah, yeah. I've just seen West Coast win a premiership in tw- two thousand six. Can't be one of them. Yeah. This man picks me up, <laughs> and I'm chatting away, and I'm like, "Who is this bloke?" Eventually figured out it was Shannon Hearn. <laughs> and on the way home, we spent all day at training. Got in a car, drove me home. On the way home, somehow like. Just squeeze out like, oh, how, how long have you been on the list for? Yeah. How old are you, mate? Oh, mate, I'm 18. He's <laughs> <laughs> a year older than me. Shannon Hearn's a year older than me. Yeah. And he he has he's always looked like the man child that he is. Yeah. He used to play in uh, in South Australia, like junior divisions. And just like <laughs> parents and Who's kids. Uncle you, is this? Parents and kids used to complain <laughs> because like, this, this kid does not deserve to be in the That's age great. bracket. Yeah. yeah um, I love that. A little, little bit of a Reddit update. Maybe? Yeah, look. Um, this is your little baby. Yeah, the, no. The, there yeah. is um, the thing that's been happening in the last week or so. It has been a bit quiet, I will say, but people have started to um, come on. Redditors, is that what you called? Redditors, yeah, yeah, that's right. Um, Charlie's nodding. Couple of uh, pictures of what people thought I looked like before they saw footage of me. <clears throat> Excuse me. The first one was like what we put on Instagram, um, backchat underscore podcast, was that picture of Turtle, and I didn't know who Turtle was. I messaged. You guys through the week, and I said, "Who's Turtle?" Hang on, I thought you were joking. No, legit, I didn't know who Turtle was, and you've never seen Entourage. No, I've never seen it, so I didn't know who Turtle was. I'm sorry. No, you can't continue on with the story. You've never seen Entourage, <laughs> mate. It's not. It's not good enough. It's not. It really is. I'll watch an episode. There you go. Is he happy? No, I need <laughs> you to commit to it. Have you seen the OC? Yeah, I hold um, it in the. No, get out, <laughs> Charlie. Jump in. Get out. <laughs> No, I've um. What you been doing? What have what, what you been? What have you been doing? I've got a funny story about the OC actually. So, um, my wife now back. We. Um, I'm surprised you have a wife, given you haven't watched Entourage and the OC. So we dated when we were much younger, and mm. then um, I broke up with her. I'm and sure she says otherwise. And the day that I broke up with her was the finale of the OC when Seth um sails away on a boat. I've never seen it, but she talks about it. And apparently it was just really poor timing because she was really into the OC and Seth left and on the same day I broke up with her. So you're Seth. Yeah, basically. Um, no, I haven't seen OC, uh, bits and pieces. And um, 
Entourage. Anyways, and also on Reddit, uh, someone posted a, a picture of Cyril Rioli. Thought that that might be what I look like. Interesting. Um, I don't think I look like either of them. No, but, no, no. But there you go. Yeah, a turtle you definitely look like. You look exactly like him. But okay. Yeah, I, I'll put a photo up right next to no, your face. I know. And Charlie can be the judge. I've seen, I've seen a oh, photo seen the of a turtle. I just thought maybe that's, that's literally you. It couldn't be more you. You wear a hat everywhere. He, 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 do, do you want me to explain who Turtle is? Go on. Do you know who Turtle is? No, I haven't seen it. He's he's a good guy. He's got good intentions. He's a great guy, actually. But if he's the driver. He drives he drives the boys around. He drives the entourage around. But he's like he's one of the boys, but like he's also the driver. Okay. And that's you. I'm the driver. Right. You no, know, I don't drive much. Yeah. Um, I've got a segment idea that Cyril we're really. Well, we. This isn't about Reddit. Reality. <laughs> <laughs> that is getting funnier every yeah. time I say that. Um, so, you know how on podcasts and advertising in general, usually you're talking up a business. Okay, the business has paid you some money. Yep. They want you to say, oh, how good was that the other day when I went to this place? Yeah, and it was great. HBGO, yep. helping businesses grow online. Yeah. We can Dot do net. anything. Dot com day, yeah. Great sponsor of the podcast. Yeah. I thought, what about the opposite of that where you get to tee off at the media. What if every now and then I get to tee off at a business that I've had a bad experience with? Please, I would love to see it. And I want to put it out there. So hello at backchat. <laughs> hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. Yeah, that's your email. If you want to tee off at a business, please email us because I want to tell you about something that happened last week. So um, went through Hungry Jack's drive-thru. Okay. Was desperate. Been moving house all day. It was four o'clock. Hadn't eaten lunch. Be that desperate. Hungry Jack's is good. So go drive through. Hungry Jack's Mount Lolly. Um, order a bacon deluxe, medium meal. Good choice. With a coke. Uh, yeah. Okay. Medium meal. Yeah. Just whatever. Sorry. Just sorry. Order sorry. I'll, I'll shut up. Get to the window. They hand me the drink, and so the, the lady hands me the drink, and I notice something weird about the drink. It's like I can't quite put my my finger on it, but I know there's something off. And then I realize, oh, hang on, it's not frosty. You know, it's not it's not that cold. And so I shake the drink and I realise, oh, there's no ice in it. Right. So that's why it's not freezing cold. It's an oversight. So I say to the lady as she um, comes back to the window, excuse me, sorry, can I please have some ice in the cup? And she's like, oh, no, the ice machine's broken. We don't have any ice. So I said, okay. Um, and I take a sip. It's warm soda. They've just <laughs> given me a warm, warm soda. And... I didn't, they didn't even say, hey, just by the way, we don't have a drink. We don't the have etiquette. the ice machine. It's more the etiquette. Yeah, exactly. You can't be serving up a drink when you have an ex- expectation that it's cold. <laughs> yeah, and not tell me. At the very least, room temperature. And just say, hey, we don't we don't have any cold um, fizzy drink at the moment. Would you like a bottle of water that's in the fridge? I would just say, yeah, I would take in the cold bottle of water. So Hungry Jack's Mount Lolly, lift your game. No, what did you do about it? You drove off drove and you the about it, did you, I was so shocked. I was like, I can't believe they just gave me a warm drink and didn't even tell me. They just expected me to go, oh, yeah, cool, warm Coke, happy with that. I can't believe you didn't do anything about it. Well, uh, yeah. In hindsight, yes, I should have gone back. But she gave me the food. I started driving away thinking, this is outrageous. Uh, so Hungry Jack's, Jack's Mount Lawley, uh, lift your game, please. If you need a tea off at a business, hello at backchatpodcast.com.au. In the last few weeks, Will, I said to you that I wasn't a big fan of Matthew Pavlich. Hmm. As a as an AFL football footballer, which legend, is, which is outrageous, legend of the game. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're a fan sorry. of him as a footballer. Yes. Okay. As a as a footballer, comma, he's Great. a legend. Great. Nothing but respect for I was him. Going to say yeah. he's done amazing no, things. No, no one could stand up and say I can't respect Matthew Pavlich. Of course, he's on the football. Off the field, not a big fan of his in the media. Yeah. Says some says some things. I feel like he's always got a bit of a grudge against West Coast. 
which is which is which is reasonable to understand. He played yep. his whole career at Fremantle. Yep, and they, and they hate each other. Yeah, I love Fremantle. On the other hand, yeah, of course. <laughs> um, but he said a couple of things, and you, you mentioned it. A few people hit you up about it earlier in the week, and I thought it's probably time to shine a bit of light on Matthew Pavlich. So I'm just going to hand this over to you while I have a drink of this refreshingly cold grape Gatorade. Right. So yeah, media watch. This is what this is. Matthew Pavlich, not a footballer. He's a media. Yeah. He's an analyst. Yeah. Is that what he is? It's a conversationalist. Pavlich asked the question, can I raise something with you about the medical sub and Luke Shuey going off yesterday? Right, this is on SEN. Can we do that? The coach has said that he's not sore. It was precautionary. Well, why do we even have a medical sub? We knew this was going to happen. Why do we use the medical sub rule when someone like Luke Shuey will probably play next week? It was precautionary. He hasn't done his calf. He's walking around. He's probably going to train this week and going to play this week. I get I get it for having concussion. We want to protect the head. If they're concussed, there's an opportunity for a player to come off. But the medical sub, they are just manipulating this rule and it was always going to be the case and I don't like it. I don't like it. Well, you know what, Pav? What I don't like mm. is saying that Luke Shuey's going to play on the weekend and that West Coast have abused the medical sub rule. Luke Shuey's ruled out for three weeks with a calf. There you go. What have you done there, Pav? Spoke too soon. Well, yeah, it's an interesting one, right? So Media Watch is usually pulling people up for just making stuff up. Pav's had an opinion. Yeah. And I don't actually disagree with it. I think the medical sub should be in place for concussions, which is why the medical sub was brought in. Yeah. That's actually why they actioned it at the last hour of the season starting because the AFL came under pressure for legalities around concussion, right? There's some murmurings around players bringing class actions against the league. And they needed some protections around, well, what happens if a player has to be ruled out? So they wanted to strengthen their rules with, if there's a head knock, get him off, can't come back on. Yep. And they didn't want teams to be disadvantaged with that. So they brought in this medical sub rule, which is now being, I think, abused by clubs. I actually agree with Pav. But he's gone ahead and used Luke Shuey and doing his calf and not doing his calf yep. as an example. Come on, Pav. You can't come out and say he hasn't done his calf when he's done his calf. Yeah. Don't worry he's about it. He's, he's walking, walking around. around. He's, he's obviously going to train this week. He said calf. also in there, yeah, he's got to train this week. He's, he's walking around. He's not a calf. Yeah. I don't know how many calves Pav's done. You can walk with a calf. You can walk with a hamstring. And does he even consider Luke's injury history over the past 18 months? Hey, as always, Media Watch, we give a right to reply. So Pav has replied, not to back chat, but he has replied, hey, hey, Twitter folks, calm your farm, he reckons. Calm your farm. First time I've heard that sentence in a little while. It's been calm a while. your farm. So not, something you can not a fan. I won't say it. <laughs> for the record, we were talking about the Medi sub rule and how it should, shouldn't should be used for an injured player other than concussion. Lots of teams all year have regularly used it for this purpose and not its original intent for player concussion. Yes, you were talking about that, but Pav, it's your own words, mate. You said that Luke Shuey hasn't done a calf and that he'd be playing this week. Not going to happen. You look it's silly, not. Pav. Yeah. And the other reason he looks silly is because he's gone ahead and just said something about medical wear. How would you know? You can't. There's no way you would know what's happening inside. It, it, that, that's when you get yourself into trouble. The mm. dangerous thing about doing this media watch stuff is I am in the media. Yes. But I was happy to fall on my own sword a couple of weeks ago, I think. When you need to, you got to. Yeah. But, like, it's a dangerous field out there. So, again, it's not a big whack for Pav. I think um, well, with the, the whole manipulation and um, 
what, what was the other word that was used? Manipulation and abuse. Abuse of the rule, like a rule to put in place. And if you can abide, you can do something to help your team within the rules. Then you do it. I don't. I don't see. I don't. I don't know. Well, yeah, you're effectively agreeing with Pav then, really. Like, you're not arguing against what he has to say. If you if you put any rule in place, whether it be medical, whether it be rules of the game, teams are going to very quickly find a way to get around it. That's just what happens. Yeah, we'll not even get around it. They're still, they didn't break any of the rules, did they? No, no, no. But so no, but the medical sub was brought in for head, head knocks and they couldn't they couldn't spell it out enough and spell it out enough quicker quickly enough. So they had to bring it in across the whole competition for any injury because it was too hard to say, well, could someone have a head knock and then... Uh, Couldn't you just, like, wouldn't an easy, and I'm sure there'll be a reason why they don't do this, an easy solution to say, if you get subbed off in a game, no matter what it is, you can't play next week. And that way a team can't go like, oh, you know what? Like... Yeah. I think that's what it was meant to be. Well, it is with the concussion, right? No, it was meant to be that. If you're medically subbed off... You can't play next week, or there's the intention to not play this week. I think they stuffed it up by being too ambiguous. Yeah, I think you're right. Well, there you go. Uh, um, I thought while we were maybe having a chat about all things footy, mm. maybe we could have a chat about all things sport. NBA yeah. finals. Yeah, they NBA finished NBA today. You're Wednesday. a big NBA fan. I do. I do like it. I've fallen off a little bit because uh, my team fell out of the playoffs. Your team's your team's terrible. No, not, well, yeah, yes, you're right. Actually, my team's terrible. Luka Doncic isn't. Um, Who's your team? Dallas Mavericks. Right. Um, they were dragged along by a Slovenian 21-year-old all season and then couldn't help him out. The NBA it, Finals would fall into, in my opinion, like Big Four, Big Four, like the, like Super Bowl. Yep. That's, that's one of the – NBA Finals is there. Yep. Um, it's like Soccer World Cups are one. It's probably not Soccer World Cup, but like English Premier League is probably one. Yep. And I don't know. It's up there. AFL Grand Final? Yeah, AFL yep. Grand Final. The um the thing about the the finals and the playoffs is that unlike in Australia where we'd have um you've got you got seven games it's you best potentially of seven best of seven and you potentially have four rounds so you got one team that that could play twenty eight games if they go seven games every time but it's seven games every round of finals best of seven every round of playoffs right then you got your finals so it's a lot so I think that's why maybe we don't put as much weight in the whole thing because there's a lot. But the, the finals just between the East and the West team, big deal. All right. So who played? What was how did Suns, it? Suns. Suns played uh, the Milwaukee Bucks. Right. Because they, they Suns were awful two seasons ago. Yeah, like bad. Yeah, bad. They were, they were near the bottom of the West. Uh, they've come along magical run this season. Gone into the finals. They were up two games though. Yeah, two nil. Two nil. And because they play at home, don't they? They, they yeah. alternate where they play. Two games at home, two games away, then one one one. That's how it works. They, they won the first two and then lost the next four. Wow. Uh, and so, yeah, NBA Finals is done. Uh, good thing about the NBA Finals, though. I've been – a little while ago, I bought a Milwaukee Bucks hoodie for my mate who's a big fan. I was going to say, you better not have bought it for yourself. No, no, I bought it for a friend's birthday. Yeah. It took about six months to get here because I bought it from the NBA store. It I don't know why it took so long, but it did. Six months. I was emailing them back and forth. You've, I don't know what's happened to my order. It's gone. His, his birthday, it was that long. I could have almost, it would have been quicker for me to wait for the next birthday and give it to him then. Anyways, they eventually sent it to me. The day later, I got another one because I'd been on. So they basically, they sent me out two because they thought they lost one. But wow. One just took forever. So I put this uh, Milwaukee Bucks hoodie on Facebook Marketplace about a month ago, maybe three weeks ago. Didn't really, a few, few little bites. 
today I reckon I got hit up about 20 times. Wow. And so I haven't sold it yet, but it'll put be the, sold. Put the price up. No, <laughs> I, it's been up for 60 bucks. Who won the MVP? Giannis Antetokounmpo. Who? Giannis. Okay, that's not too bad. I thought I'd just throw that in without the Greek notice. freak. Greek freak. Yeah. MVP. I think I think about nine, ten years ago he was um, not even really playing basketball. Yeah, I read his story. It's a pretty it's impressive wild. story. Yeah, he was like literally on the streets. His family was struggling to pay the bills. Yep. He and his brothers. In his, in his very first season in the NBA, he sent all of his money back to his family in Greece. Yep. Didn't have any money to catch a cab to the game. Yep. He ran to the game. Someone yep. noticed him, picked him up. Yep. Him Fans in. drove him to the game. Mm. Um, and then he, his brothers now play NBA as well. And his other brother, I think, has gone play in Europe now. Yeah, so they, they, were, they, were literally, they were literally living on the streets of Athens. Yep. Or, or Greece, yeah, yeah, somewhere in Greece, yeah, Greece, and um, some uh, and a scout sort of just saw that he was just a massive unit and thought maybe he can play basketball because he'd never played basketball before, yeah, and then he's just one thing, but and they and they used to his, him and his brothers used to share shoes around so that they could each have a turn. Do you think they could do that in AFL? What's that? Play a best of series? I'll, I would I would be there's for a, a best of three. There's a lot of talk about MCG being the home of footy, but you know West Coast main grand final they're going to play away. Best of three grand final. I think it'd be awesome, but I'm sure there's a million reasons not to do it. What's one reason? Why 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 couldn't you do it? The what are they called? The people, the um AFLPA? No, no, no. Just the purists of the game would, would probably think no. Nah, sure. You got one chance yeah. to win it. Oh, it's like you daylight savings. Like Yep. And we're still haven't changed that, have we, in Perth? <laughs> Western Australians, seriously. Uh the, don't worry about the purists. Like if you change anything. No, no one's going to like change, right? Everyone's going to no, I don't like that. I don't. Let's say it was West Coast via Melbourne team. Yep. Imagine 60,000 in Perth. You go over, maybe you get 70,000 in yep. Melbourne. And then, I don't know, you, you'd have to do your, your home home ground advantage by ladder position or whatever. Yeah. And so then that third game. Game three. Game, yep. game three would be highest, yeah, highest yep. finishing team. I think it'd be awesome. So do I. Mm. I'm all for it. I can't think of many. I can't From a think player of perspective? Oh, I mean, it's two extra games a year, potentially. Mm. Um, but it's only for two teams. It's it's not like eighteen teams have to play two extra games. Yeah, that's true. O- only two teams have to play the two, and you're trying to win a grand final. So if they changed it, clubs would just adjust. Let's say twenty. Let's it'd go be tell you what it'd be good for fans. Yeah, it'd be good for fans. You get three grand finals. How good would that be? Twenty fifteen, Hawthorne West Coast. Yeah. So do you think do you think if there was like another oh, two games, you could? So that's what I mean. And well, Collingwood Collingwood West Coast. Would Collingwood would have would they have beaten us the next week around? Probably, probably, maybe. But we would have had it at home. Yeah, that's true. Whereas uh, Hawthorne, we get Hawthorne at home, who we beat uh, round one of finals three weeks prior to the grand final. So yes, we go one one into Optus again because we finished higher on the ladder than Hawthorne. So we win the twenty fifteen flag. Should we hand it to you now? I wonder if Collingwood finished higher than us in 2018. I don't think they did. Charlie's going to very quickly check that. Didn't they f- think West Coast finished second and Collingwood was third? Right. So we go MCG, Optus, West Coast Optus. Played MCG, Optus, Optus. Yep. We win. We won't, I'm a two-time premiership player. <laughs> I am. Yeah, there you go. It's a good concept. wonder if it could happen. Let us know. Backchat underscore podcast. It's on Instagram. All right, we're here. Social media, best part of the podcast where you, the fans, get to tell me what to talk about uh, and not me, I mean Dan and I. Uh, Social media, it's been a long part of podcasting history and it's 
potentially the best podcasting segment in uh, in all of podcast land. So I thought we'd just kick it off with an email and not, <laughs> not social media. Well, you have said if you yes. email us about anything, we'll yes. talk about it. Yeah, correct. Last week, I think we got 10. Record numbers. Huge numbers. Offer still stands. Yeah, you well, email something in, yep. we'll deal with it. Just as Ryan Thompson has done. Hello at backchatpodcast.com.au and keep your eye out for the website, www.backchatpodcast.com.au. Probably be live. As of Friday. <laughs> All right. Um, here's an email. Yeah, here's an email. Firstly, I'd like to say I've been a long time out. Who's it from? Ryan Thompson. And he has an underscore in his email. I didn't copy and paste that part, but it is there is an underscore in his email. Good. He says, firstly, I'd like to say I've been a long-time advocate for the underscore. That email address has been with me since childhood and suffers the indignity of being barely visible when hyperlinked, which is a crying yeah. shame, but I digress. Let's get into it because... There's a there's a 500 word essay ahead of us, so I'm gonna Ryan look, which is okay. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. I love it. Send as much as you can, but we're gonna just do a brief read of it because yeah. it's gonna take too long. Secondly, I will say I've been a long time listener to Backchat, Coast to Coast, and now Backchat 2.0. Coast to Coast hasn't been the same without Scoey steering the ship, and was disappointed Ooh. to see Tim Gossage shoehorned in there for what <laughs> I can only describe as an attempt to preempt any free thinking outspokenness and to better appeal to the elderly 30-plus-year-old members, which is you and I, Will, who probably can't find the podcast anyway, which wow. isn't us because we can find the podcast. That's a whack. Ham and Oz go all right, though, and you should definitely do some crossovers with the young bucks. Now, I have some had some interactions on social saying there should be some coast-to-coast back chat 2.0 crossover, yep. potentially some sort of collaboration. Now, I will say um, I doubt we'll even be allowed or invited onto the coast-to-coast podcast. Mm. Uh, I'm not going to sledge anyone. I'm above that. Yeah, of course. You've never done that? No. No, I don't think I've sledged anyone. I'll whack people when they do something wrong. But yeah. I'm not just going to go bag coast to coast because it's not hosted by me and it's a poorly, yeah. poorly run podcast that, I don't know, like basically was just taken, the rug was pulled out from underneath me. And I'm not going to say that. Okay. Right? What I will say is, Hamish and Oscar are welcome here anytime. Yeah. Anytime. They want to be guests on this show. We would love to host Yep. Those, Come two, down to those two members of Coast to Coast. Come down to Curtin. Those two members of are. Coast to Coast. Humanities. The two members. Yep, those two members can come down and thanks to Curtin Humanities. Uh, my question for Scoey is this. Having been at West Coast during its time with arguably the best midfield they ever put together and through to more or less the current lineup, how do you think the lineup and game style stack up? I remember Cousins, Kerr, Judd, etc. all being fantastic runners. Ryan, you've gone into some great detail in, in their game style. Let's just touch on that first bit. How, how would the game style stack up? Yep. Um, that they p- had in place in 2006 to what they have now? Yeah, with what should be a comparably skilled midfield lineup now. Well, funnily enough, given the coverage over the last couple of weeks, we've had of Hauso Summa, um, <laughs> Peter Sumi. Hauso Summa? Hauso? Hauso Summa? Hauso Summa, Peter Sumich was the midfield coach of West Coast Eagles back in 2006. And I've been very reliably told that the midfield line meetings used to go like this. Judd, Cousins, Kerr, et al. And others. Mm. Yeah, so we're in a university, I know. But some people don't know what et al is. Mm. Uh, Would be sitting in the midfield line meeting. Summa would would walk in (laughs) and he'd be, all right, boys, what are we going to do this week? (laughs) Judd, Kerr and um, Cuzzy would just be like, all right, mate, uh, Coxie's going to win the hit out. We're going to hit it here to Juddy. Yep. Everyone's going to block for him. Yep. That's what we're doing. Great. And someone would go, 
perfect. Sounds good. And they'd walk out. That would last <laughs> one minute. That would last one minute. And they would just go on the ultimate talent of those three midfielders. Yep. That's how that that's how that went. So how would that game style stack up with the quality in our midfield? I would say poorly. <laughs> um, I'd love to ask Summa. Like how so, how so? How so Summa? Yeah, just tinker with it. Um Yeah, but yeah, I, I don't know if there was a great deal of game plan going in. When I think the talent good. the yeah. talent of Cousins Judd Kerr is far greater. This is with all and due Dean, respect. And Dean Cox. And Dean Cox, with all due respect to Shui Yo Kelly, in my opinion. Yep. I think I think the quality in uh yeah. That's it. There you go. Um also this is what Ryan says. Please say hi to my Kiwi workmate Greg. Hello, Greg. Hi, Greg. His favourite player is Jake, uh, Jason Ackermanis, Adam Goods, or Bruce Dool, depending Brucey on Dool. depending on the day. Big AFL fan and is forced to listen to every episode against his will. Keep up the good work, boys. Ryan, speaking of, do you see Jason Ackermanis selling houses? Oh, he's doing lately? handstands. Yeah, yeah doing yeah, handstands. Yeah, very good. good. So Jason Ackermanis now works for a real estate company, and every house he sells, he does the uh, famous Ackermanis handstand. And I've seen a few of them. <laughs> But people don't seem that impressed. I, I feel like people don't even know who he is. I feel like they're... They're, they're in Queensland, remember. They don't know AFL. Yeah, that's true. And but and I've seen the last couple have been like young couples. <laughs> they're literally looking at me like, what is this guy with the peroxided hair doing a handstand on my lawn? <laughs> Get off my lawn. Social media. That right. was email. Now we're social, social. We're now, actually in it. At short for Decker. Lacking underscores, mate. After Nick Nat's acknowledgement that his life has not been private since 16 years old, interested in your thoughts on stardom at for current and past footy players. If they do, how do clubs... (laughs) Sorry. Uh, It's it's poorly written. (laughs) No, no, it's okay. If they do, how do clubs support and keep players grounded? What actions or responsibility do players take for staying grounded in a society which idolises them? Perspectives from a premiership player seeing kids come through the system as well as a cricket phenom with best on ground stats would be great to hear. I think he's referring to me. I was going to say, I don't play cricket. No, you don't. I don't play cricket. How do you stay grounded? Are are people trained? I think it's a personality trait, isn't it? Being grounded. Can you be be taught to be grounded? I think you're brought up in a certain way. Yeah, like I've I've seen very famous guys. Nick Nat, probably the most famous player I've ever played with. I think if he walks into any room, he is more recognisable than anyone in Australia right now. Warren, Morrison, is that who our Prime Minister is right now? Who, Tom? No, <laughs> Scotty from marketing. Oh, right. Name another recognisable person in Australia, Hugh Jackman. If Nick Nat walked in a room, into a room next to him, more people would recognise Nick Nat than they would Hugh Jackman. What about um, Hemsworth? Yeah, he's one to challenge it. He is. <laughs> I reckon he him. is. Yeah. Uh, but, like... You got to remember, Nick Nat's a big man. Yeah, he's a stands big, out. big, tall man. They may not even see Hemsworth. That's all, true. All they see is Nick Nat. Hemsworth went through KFC the other day. Apparently, I saw that. Australia. That was very good. Uh, so yeah, like, there's not a lot of training given to it. He, he is just a good man, a great man that has been in the in the starlight, in the in the big lights of public media, everything else for a long time, and he's been able to handle it because he's a good person. There you go. Underscore Dilbert underscore yes at backchat underscore podcast and at Will Schofield. No, no, <laughs> you don't need to read either of those things. Why are you? It's in. It's the, in. It's in the. It's I know. The, what are you in, in the, the prompt? What are you? I'm Ron Burgundy. Yes. Uh, who took over as Fines Master when you left? I believe Tom Barras. 
um, I was grooming him a little bit, and uh, I believe he's taking the reins. Okay. Is he an enforcer? Uh, no, he's more of an educator up there. Oh, good. But like, he educates in a very funny way. He's How quite so? How so, Simon? <laughs> well, uh, like, yeah, I, I was I was probably um, lead with a stick. Yeah. And he's more lead with the um, carrot. He, he, right. Hang a bit of carrot. Hey, boys, come come on this journey with me and I'll tell you this story and then whack. Yeah, <laughs> good. It's a fine. Whereas I was just like, yep. don't wear that shirt in here, mate. <laughs> Ten bucks. Get out of here. Nice. I yeah. like it. Where does the fines go? Uh, footy trip. No, no, sorry. Is there like a bank account that you transfer? Yeah, or is it's always it, – it's it, 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 uh, an issue that's faced across footy tri- uh, footy clubs across Australia. Yeah, it's got to be your When you find someone – no, well, the two things. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The fines master holds the funds and yep. then produces them on footy trip. Yeah. But how do you enforce payment of fines? That is that is a hard thing to enforce across footy, footy land. Yep. Uh, whether it be a $2 fine or a $100 fine, you got to get that money. And a part of being a fines master is finding an effective way to get that money. So how how much the be- uncollected? So how how many? So many, and it's the same blokes every year. It's the same blokes every year, and you know you're not going to get it, right? Right. And so, do you just write them off as a cost deduction? As a write off, yeah. <laughs> or do you you know really chase them? And, and you know, in fact, go and buy a square reader machine and link it to a bank account and yeah, good. Make them tap their phone. Like, What's the biggest money. fine you handed out? Uh yeah, look at AFL level, it's 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 quite large. Yeah, go on. How well, much? We, there used to be a wheel at West Coast, and we'd mm. have amounts. And the higher the amount to pay out, um, on the wheel would be different tasks: shave your head, um, right, um, steal something from Simo's desk, um, wash Nizzy's car. Yep. And if you didn't want to do that, you had to pay out. And so the higher the payout would mean like we wanted to see it done. So like. Yeah, right. Shave your head, quite a high payout. Yeah, so shave your head or it's five hundred dollars. Yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah. There's yeah, I think five hundred was the most, and a few food folks would pay out five hundred. For what? What did they do? Nick Nat's not shaving his head. Put it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. right. Okay. Matt Prudis not shaving his head. Yep. Five hundred dollars. Thanks. Right. Thanks for coming, Matt. There you go. Thanks for coming, Nick. That'd be a good. That'd be a scary, scary man, Nick Nananui with no hair. Uh, underscore Adam. Underscore. Oh my God, my mind's blown, Adam. You've blown my mind. <laughs> Try read it again. <laughs> underscore Adam underscore under underscore score underscore. Yeah, you did it. Would you rather fight 100 <laughs> duck-sized horses or one <laughs> horse-sized duck? I think we've had this question before, Adam, so I will say that, but I will give you the glory of answering. Uh, I'd rather fight 100 duck-sized horses. No, no chance. Kick him out of the way. Kick him out of the way. What are you going to do with a... What are you gonna do with a horse-sized duck? He'll kill you, man. He'll kill you. Horse-sized duck. A horse-sized duck's a big duck, bro. You got a hundred little little duck horses. Kick him out of the way. I'd not fashion gonna, a spear. No, they're gonna do anything. What are they gonna do to you? Nibble. They're not <laughs> nibbling nothing. Uh, all right, next one. Uh, Lozery Ginge. <laughs> Dan's doppelganger is surely the professor from Money Heist. Hashtag Alva Alva Morte. I don't know who that is, but Charlie's going to look it up and I'm going to find out who the money heist professor is. I would say that uh, Lozary Ginge, I'll tell you directly that that person is the most um, commonly said doppelganger I've ever had. Um, it's this guy and often people say yes. That person, does she? Did yep. she okay. the, the professor from Money Heist, yes, often. I get okay. it all the time. That'll be up on uh, Backchat socials during the week. Now, two from Reddit. 
I'm assuming. Yeah, Charlie's just given you a. Oh my God, that's you. Yeah. Bella, ciao, ciao, ciao. That's a. That's no a um, that means, it's a good song. All right. Okay. Money heist. Okay, you should watch Money Heist. If I'm going to watch Entourage, you have to watch Money Heist. If anyone would like to send me doppelgangers of Dan Const, please <laughs> do. I would like to see some more. Um, what do I say? You slash yep, perfect. Don underscore Badman on Reddit. Uh, any ideas as to why it's called a gold square? It looks like a rectangle to me, and I'm usually pretty good with my shapes. Wow. I don't know. I thought maybe you might it, know this. Maybe it used to be a square. Maybe it used to be 10 by 10 by 10. No, that's 6 by 6 by 6. It's 6 metres across the goals. Yep. I know that. Um, 6 by 10 at the moment, right? I'm assuming. So it so. might have gone 6 out before. Isn't a rectangle technically a square? Centre square is the same thing. I don't think all centre squares are squares. Like the centre square. Mm. This is... Don underscore bad man. That's an incredible pickup, And Good I don't on. know. If someone does know, please let me know. Okay. Uh, last one. You slash... Scissor my sausage on Reddit. <laughs> so the real question is, who out of Will and Dan wins an arm wrestle? So is it a is it a question? It's a real question. Nah, I, I think it, I think we know the obvious answer. And let's not say it just because I don't want to embarrass one person here. Okay, I'd like um I'd like uh, as a request. I mean, we're getting towards the end of the podcast here, but as a bit of a request, uh, I promise this week I'll be very very attentive on social media. And I'd like, I'd like a bit of banter. I'd like a bit of back and forth. If you want to challenge me on something, let's do it. Let's see if we can get in the West. Go on. <laughs> Seriously. Seriously. It's not that hard. It's, it's honestly not that hard to get in the West. So don't say anything, anything stupid. We're not yep. discriminating against anyone. Yeah, of course. Let's have an opinion on something that... That counts. Yeah, well, not that counts. But like people, people enjoy an opinion on something that's relevant. Let's do it. All right. Well, happy 10th um, birthday Shake your hand podcast. No, nah, are we allowed to? Is this an arm wrestle? Oh, I'll just put his hand down. <laughs> yeah, there we go. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.